All right, welcome back to Fright Night Gaming. Uh, you got Dan and Darren. What's up? Hi, man. What's up? I am happy to do another one of these podcasts. And we're back for a <laughs> weekly podcast. No, it's good. We, <laughs> If you guys only knew the behind the scenes of how these go down, maybe we should record it. We, that's what we should do. We should start recording as soon as you show up and have a little, maybe when we eventually get members, we'll have some behind the scenes. Today would have been very entertaining for a variety of reasons. As you can might be able to tell, I'm actually holding my microphone stand on my lap. <laughs> yes, we've had <laughs> we spent about ten minutes on that. Uh, we Darren found a way to strip out his microphone stand, so that was today's adventure. Yeah, not fun, but hey, we're we're here. <laughs> we are here. Yeah. So today, what we got going for you guys? Uh, we're going to be talking uh, very briefly about the Killer Clowns tweet. Just keep you guys updated what they're putting out. We're going to go over TCM tips and tricks. So again, we, we typically focus on, I would say, beginner to intermediate tips. Yeah, because that's what we are. Yeah, and eventually, <laughs> I would like to do like a beginner's guide before we get to a point where we're like max level. You know what I mean? Like, Because you get to a point where you forget what it's like playing when you first start. Yeah, it's true. As you play your the whole idea, the game honestly changes a lot. Even the more you level up, the more perks you get. I mean, it, dude, it's a whole different game. Well, yeah, and it's like I want to. While we still have the beginner's brains, we should do one. The Anyways. beginner's guide could just be learn the map. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Done. actually, it's true. The real beginner's guide is learn the map, play a lot, die a lot. You'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> so, and then we're gonna go over the perks you do not want to run as a victim. Very important. You need to know what perks not to use. Yeah, because there are some like some stinkers out there. Yeah, I'm excited for that one because I actually trash cans. I don't know what Dan came up with on that one. So yeah, I went through all the perks and uh, there's some that I'm like, why is this a perk? Yeah. So we're going to do that with the future of TCM. And basically, we're going to talk a little bit about how TCM is going, how it's doing and what they need to fix for this game to thrive. Also, with a big emphasis on being the updates. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're in the downtime because the holidays, but dude, they need to push something out soon. Oh, yeah. Yep. And we're last but not least, we have the clip of the week. So we're I think we want to do this every podcast now is the clip of the week, like highlight somebody in the community, like either good plays or things we can learn from. And uh, we got a good one today. Yeah. We got a good one. It's it's uh, well, we'll save it till then. And maybe one day we'll be highlighted on clip of the week. We could do, we, well, we could, as in, like, what not to do. <laughs> hey, we're not that bad. <laughs> no, no, we have we have our moments for sure. Hey, you got accused of being a cheater. I did. <laughs> I I think that's a troll account, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I that is true. In one of our gameplay sessions, it was like a sunny hit behind a box. It, they didn't say cheating, but that was the tone of the... the uh, comment there were some implications yeah <laughs> so sunny had like i was like chasing him or something and he had gotten out of my vision and it was on slaughterhouse by uh the front side of slaughter where there's a fuse that sometimes spawns on the side right. and sliding door yeah the sliding door and uh actually that's a good way to put it because that the other one is a that's a swinging door yeah they actually well i call they call it the other door red door and sliding door is what i've heard people call them or you could do red and blue no sliding's easier I feel like sticking with colors is easier. Yeah, but I feel like the sliding is more of a gray. I would call it blue. All right, let us know in the comments. Hey, anyways, study <laughs> uh, got away from me. Anyways, I always go and check that area by the fuse because there's a bush right there, and people like to hide because typically killers will 
pull left and go back to the backside by holding pin. Yeah, they usually skip that little area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyways, long story short, as I ran through, I spotted him out of the corner of my eye behind a box. And then I flipped around and I got him. So I got it out of a sus. <laughs> but I've seen that with a lot of people, um, like even posts on Reddit and whatnot, where people accuse other guys of cheating. And I mean, they're for sure are cheaters. I, I don't, I can't even say I've seen him in the game. Yeah, I can't say for certain I've ever seen a cheater in this game. Now, you know, they're there, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think there's a ton. No, because the game's not like, I feel like cheaters more gravitate to popular games so they can, I don't know. I don't know why they like doing that. Just, oh, it's simple. Attention. Attention. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Whereas this game, I, and I don't feel like this game would even be fun to cheat at. Not that I think any game would be fun, but yeah, I, I, I don't either, but, uh, yeah, anyways, it's kind of funny, but whatever. Anyways, I thought that was humorous because and we've talked about this with the cheating accusations. People can watch anyone. And you can make it up in your head that they're cheating, you know? And it's a virus, dude. Once you get on, like, I'm going to find, like, there's people cheating. Once you get that in your brain, and every time you play, you think about it, you're going to think everyone's cheating. <laughs> oh, dude, I've had to stop myself. I watch a lot of streamers. And I watch. I'm like, dude, this guy's so good. And then I'm like, is he cheating? And I'm like, nope, don't go there. It's legit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's... This game's tough because there's so many ways for you to know, like you can hear the victims, you can have perks that the victims don't know that you can see them or so, you know what I mean? Like there's like little things that can be done on both sides. Teammates can be talking to each other. One teammate could see someone and alert the other well, teammate. And I'll, and I'll tell you a lot of times I'll see people and I'll pretend not to see them. Oh yeah. The cat and mouse game. Yeah. I do that all the time as Leatherface where I'll see someone and they're, they could be far away and I see them hiding in a bush. And I pretend like I don't see them and I'll even go away and kind of come back and I'll still see them out of the corner of my eye and then I'll come up and get the kill. And to them, it looks like, how did he even know I was there? Well, I saw you like a minute earlier. Yeah, it's true. Good strat too, um, by the way. As Leatherface, that's my favorite strat <laughs> because especially when you, when you, well, there's a couple things. When you go with the saw overhead, people instantly are afraid like, cause they know that could be a one hitter. Yeah, for sure. So you can flush people out, not even knowing they're there by just kind of like making weird movements in a bush because they think that you see them so that it can flush them out. Or you, if you don't have the overhead yet and you see them, that's where you go kind of off to the side, get that overhead. Then you swing back around acting as if you don't see them, then make that quick turn. Boom. A hammer's down. Hammer time. <laughs> so anyways. All right. So let's start with some uh, killer clowns. Dude, people are dying. We're all dying. Please give us an like information. We need to know when the beta is going to release. Yeah, they they. I went through the comments on it, and because they, they are very interactive on the Twitter in in their comment section, like they'll respond back, and they actually kind of have some funny responses. Okay. But there is no update other than it's coming out this year at some time, like they said in the first six months. But. They just keep putting out the same like tweets with the same kind of artwork from the game. Yeah, which it's like it's exciting because you know we're all thinking the same thing, dude. Tweets are coming out. There's got to be information coming soon, and maybe there is, and I hope and I'm expecting there is. But dude, it's like they've they've pumped me up enough. Like I'm ready to pop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> ready to bust. <laughs> I'm ready to pop. Give me give me some beta content. 
or the gameplay maybe even right it just i mean even yeah like a new gameplay image would be nice yeah for sure like this all the all, everything they put out on the twitter right now is stuff i've already seen going through all their stuff <laughs> you calling it the twitter is funny <laughs> <laughs> It's, you know, because I don't have a ton of respect for Twitter. Yeah, it's a disrespect thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I'm on there, but it's, I'm not a super interactive Twitter user. So. No, I like to, honestly, I use Twitter for notifications and updates. Like I like to see what's going on because, you know, these studios use Twitter to put out information. Yeah, so. it is it is a good resource for that. Yeah. Like that's where they, most of the communication is. So anyways, the last one they put out, this is no fun house, no circus either. And it's a uh, top of a circus tent outdoor with the moon shining. That's a very strong shine from the moon, by the way. Very pointed in one direction. Yeah, it uh, looks like a flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> they, I think the lighting on the moon needs to be adjusted on that picture, but that's it, fine. Is it even really a moon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you exactly. Know the, the circus tent is the ship, right? Yeah. 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 But for if you guys didn't know in the movie, that's what it is. Yep. Uh, all right. So that was the last one. They put that out on, I think it was Jan- or January 4th. So they just keep kind of putting these little tweets out, just enticing us a little more and a little more. Yeah. I, I liked it at first. And now I'm like, okay, I can do a couple more of these tweets, but I want some information. By the way, they also, uh, the tweet prior to that one, we don't have to look at it, but they made the top 200 most anticipated games of 2024. Oh. Yeah, I'm, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, dude, at least for uh, you see it everywhere. You see even the content we do on Killer Clowns. That stuff just goes. Everyone's dying for information. You know, the problem with it is there's a lot of other games that have made those top wish lists that uh, sometimes don't pan out. Don't go there, Dan. It's going to be great. Don't go there. I, I'm, holding, I'm holding high expectations. Well, no, I'm not. But <laughs> I'm hoping that they do, they do a good job. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they haven't. It's getting to the point where I'm like, you got to put something new out, or else you're going to start losing. Because it's already been delayed. They've had a lot of changes, and I disagree. I don't. I think people are going to be just as excited in like three months if it if they hold out. I just don't like being strung along. But hey, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I know people will be excited. It's just it's frustrating. I think everyone's nervous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, that's pretty much it with the Killer Clown. Just a quick little update. So let us talk about some tips and tricks in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because we like to learn and teach you guys with us. Because, you know, honestly, there's so much that I don't, I didn't know, realize I didn't know. Even like week to week, because I, I watch a lot of streamers and I'm like, wait, that's how that works? And we need, oh, do we need to get custom games with me and you and test stuff out. Yeah, yeah, well, we can. I just need to get it on the PlayStation and we'll do it. I think you need four, right? For custom match? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, yeah, we'll do that. So if you guys have questions you want us to test out, let us know and we'll oh, for sure. get into a private lobby and try to do it. Because, uh, yeah, like you said, there's, there's so many guys that have so much knowledge on this game. Like there's some of you guys out there are pretty bright. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they play a lot. You know, we are relatively newer. This game's been out. They played the beta, the tech test. They've been playing this game for a while. Yeah, and there's st- the game's kind of gets complicated in like the mechanics part of it. It can get a little tricky of, you know, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of nuance to it, and I, I won't go in detail because I'm just gonna be talking without an example. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the first uh, tip and trick we have on here. Oh yes. Okay. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so exterior alarms. Ooh. If you didn't know with exterior alarms, when you open a door, if especially so imagine you're coming down from the or coming out of the basement as a victim. If you open the door and you don't get that sound indicator, those red circles, that means that team, the killers, have exterior alarms on. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so you're so you're saying you're coming out of the basement, grandpa's yelled already or whatever. He's woken up. You open the door, there's no sound indicator. That's exterior alarms. Right. That is. See, I've seen that happen. And in my mind, I was like, oh, maybe that's some part of like having a high stealth build or something. And uh, like, why didn't it make noise? That makes sense, though. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I thought it was related to your stealth. I wish some of that would be explained instead of us trying to figure it out. It'd be nice if you, there was a resource you could go to. Oh, hey, I guess there's a podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we are the resource right now. So here's the question. When you open those doors as a victim and you see the red, you know, typically you get the red circles. That means I can't remember. Can the killer see that? I'm, pr I'm pretty sure they can. Let us know. In the Well, I guess I, you can let us know. We'll do some research on that. That's a pretty easy thing to know. Or I should remember that. But as a killer, I don't remember seeing that very often. Yeah, I don't. There's probably a radius on it or something where, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Maybe it's just because early game, I'm not paying as much attention. I don't know. Well, that's a good point. I do wonder if it's a radius thing. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I have seen it before. I'm like, I'll shut a door. I'll leave. I'll go up. And then I'll see the victim opening it down below beneath me. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is a radius thing. I don't know. We'll check that out. Yeah, I'm sure you can see it, but I don't know why. That's one of those that I don't pay as much attention to because I'm I, maybe I'm just more focused in the beginning on like getting everything locked in, you know? Well, that's the thing. There's so many things to take in when you're playing victim or killer. You're thinking about so many different things. It's hard to even concentrate. You know, it's mm -hmm. hard to even talk when you're newer. Oh, dude. Even now when you're when I'm Leatherface and you're talking to me, it's not. I'm comprehending nothing. Dude, I like nonstop talk in that game. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like sometimes I'm like, dude, I, I can't even hear. I'll turn you down on the side in the beginning of the game. That's true. Uh, well, I didn't know that. So another tip, turn your teammates down if you can. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the next one we have on is learn the loop. So a, a lot of this, like I've, picked up off it's pretty much watching like higher level victims and whatnot i mean really i think of it more from the victim perspective but there's definitely loops that you can use that they can't i didn't realize like how much you can even like a hitch you can just loop them around an object or a certain spot you know yeah i've seen those paths uh, particularly in family house this one path i'm not going to describe it because that will get lost in the basement but it's in the basement i've seen this different path i've seen victims take guys on and dude, they're just not going to catch you unless you get two killers down, then you're in trouble. But if you have one guy on you, they can just keep doing the loop over and over. Yeah. And as a newer player, like even me, like now as a victim, my kind of default is like when I get a killer on me, it's like, oh, I'm going to go straight to the well and like just reset it. Yeah, I think you should spend a little more time trying to loop, get used to that. Now, part of that also is the character you're playing. If you're playing a really weak character kind of have to go to the basement right but that's one thing i noticed uh, i was thinking about i've been playing with like the weakest characters i don't even play with anna i play with connie sometimes play a lot with sunny leland actually i've been doing more leland he's not weak but i'm like man i need to get some uh anna gameplay oh dude anna's a great to play with i she's one of my favorite oh dude throw some like uh what does she get no cell yeah she's got no cell oh bro no cell with anna well, yeah, and like you can use extra drip and 
I forget what the other perk I run with her. Does every character have flight? Choose flight? I think so. Dude, that, that's like a must run. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what I run with her. I think it's I run no cell, choose flight, and then extra drip. So, and she's such a tank. Like it, it's tough, man. I mean, that's that's fun to use because you get a hitch on you. You're not even really that worried. You can kind of run around and play around with those loops, and then you know you're not going to die. Yeah, and that's the thing too. When you're what what'll be nice when we all learn the loops. It's like you you have a purpose to your running because sometimes, like you said, when I get spotted by a killer. I don't really have a purpose as to where I'm going. I'm just running. And then I, that's when I get myself caught in a corner or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That will happen. Uh, okay. The next one. So many of you already know this. If you're playing without a leather face in the basement, open up all the doors before you get out. So what people do, most people are good at this. Like at least even playing the randoms. You mean unlock all the doors, unlock all the doors. Yeah. Then when you're ready to go open them, of course, other people are going to get out, but you know, you can't control the randoms, but it, I don't know how many times I've died on not having a door open, especially on like family house where I'll, I've, I've gone down the ladder to get in the blood room or whatever. Gore dude, room. That's the first thought is I'm like, dude, gore room has killed me like three times. Yeah. Where the family, you'll run down that ladder and like, okay, I'm going to get out. You turn that door's locked. Game over. Yeah, you're like you said, if there's no Leatherface, dude, take your time, unless you're doing the Rush meta, which we'll talk about. Uh, take your time, unlock all the doors before you open them, unlock them all, and then once you're ready, once coordinated. Yeah, that's if you're going a slower mode with no Leatherface. We're going to talk, we'll talk about the Rush meta later on in the clip of the week. We're going to talk about that because we have not perfected that by any means, and the way people can do that is insane. Yep. So, uh, another one is, uh, this is a little bit intermediate, I guess, is like choosing your inventory or your perks based on the like family that you have. Right. We talked a little about it before. If you have Hitch and you have Nancy, use Bomb Squad. And um, you kind of get an idea of how to how you're going to play based on the characters, too. That's true. Yeah. So, and of course, no Leatherface that changes, but that's that's a lot of like learning like your character and then also being able to switch up the perks. That's, that's kind of a lot to that one. Yeah. I don't want to dive too deep because you no. get down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Speaking of hole, like we said, use the wells. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to jump down a well. And that's part of the perks too. have some perks to help with your healing or there's perks to help with, you know, you don't take as much damage. You're in stun double, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, wells are your best friend as a victim for sure. Yeah, to me, the wells are like your safe place in the in the mid to late game, you know? And not only use the wells, but you have to learn the locations because I've gotten killed before because I was panicked because, you know, how once you get a, as a victim, once you get a killer on you, stress level goes up high. And so, sometimes I don't even think rationally. I'm just running and I've died because I thought a well was in one location and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Learning the locations of the wells, the map basement, all that is just going to be extremely beneficial to you. <laughs> uh, we'll just leave that. Uh, okay, here's a big one. Here's a big one. If you find yourself in the basement and you have a ladder to go up, right? Uh-huh. But you have a killer on you. Never, so let's say Leatherface chasing you, the door's open to a ladder uh, to escape up, right? Don't ever try to shut that door and then climb the ladder. Oh. If they're on you, because you'll never have time 
and you'll never have time to shut the door and climb the ladder before he can open it and get you before. That's a good, that's a good tip. Cause I didn't know. I don't think I've tried that. I know I've been killed when I try to go up a ladder and they're close to me and I get hit. Yeah, because their range to hit you on that ladder, like you can be pretty high up and they're still going to knock you down. Dude, nothing's more stressful than when you're climbing up that freaking ladder and, and you they're right behind you and you're just like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Yeah. Well, yeah, then they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fall down and then it's game over. Oh, dude. Then they shut the door on you and just beat the heck out of you. <laughs> yeah. Then you're punished. Uh, All right. So that's pretty much it for our uh, little tips and tricks for today. Uh, like we said, we want to do more of a beginner's guide. Maybe on the next one, we'll do that. Yep. Yeah. All right. I got a question for you. Could there be a hardcore mode in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Ooh. So what? So by hardcore, hardcore mode, are we talking just removing perks? Okay. Well, yeah. Let me let me read. It's a. I got this from Reddit, so we'll give credit where credits due. Dude. By the way, I do very much enjoy the Reddit, the Texas Chainsaw Reddit. I think these are some good questions. There, it's entertaining as well. Dude, there, there's a lot of knowledge in there. Yeah. Not a lot of knowledge, a lot of entertainment. There's complaining. There's a bunch of entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring out there's some good points. So this one is by Tempest uh, 2014. So Deer Gun and Sumo, can you add a, add a hardcore mode where we have to play with no perks? They're just saying, I know this can cause issues for some because they want to play or they want the pool to remain in the same lobbies. But I missed the first week when everybody was level zero. Yeah, I actually would like a hardcore mode because I think that'd be, that would be cool, especially for these tournaments where it's competitive. That would be fun to do hardcore mode in that because then it does level it out. I mean, the perks make the killer, well, killers are victims. It makes everyone overpowered. And especially if you think about Danny and Nancy's perks with uh, Nancy, the poison claws, Danny with a temper. I guess it's not a perk. That's just his ability though. Temper or tamper? Tamper? Wait, okay, wait, that's okay. Well, now I'm on a different thing, but you still have your abilities. See that, but they got to fix Danny mm. before this would totally work. Yeah, I'm kind of, so my initial thoughts on this, and he kind of said it in his comment, it's like, I don't think TCM's at a point where we can add in a mode like this. Like, I just don't think there's enough of a player base right now to have a hardcore mode. I think it'd be fun, though. I, I do, okay, so I'm not going to go just on surface level. I think it'd be really cool just to be like, hey, you play with the character you have, use the abilities they have, that's it, and just see who's the best, because... Like I said, once you get that no sell on and the flight, it just changes the whole game. It would be fun just to have that option to play just base level. I feel like it would be, um, man, I don't know. Actually, I was going to say a major family advantage, but uh, that'd be interesting. Honestly, it's almost like a pure, it's a totally different game. Yeah. It, I mean, just the fact that you're interested by it makes me think they should put it in because it'd be fun to play. And just to I, see, I'd like to, here's the thing as a viewer, I'd like to watch it. I'd like to play it. Yeah. I don't think it should be in the game though. Not as its own separate mode. No, because I don't think, I think it, here's my, I, I like the idea of it. I just don't think you'd have lobbies. I think it'd be way worse. I think it would make the lobby like that. Playing in those lobbies, I feel like would be really difficult. I don't think you'd fill them out. I think you'd be waiting a long time, especially as a victim. Well, you're assuming people don't want to play it. What if people do want to play it? Well, I think there's a good amount that would be interested. I just don't splitting, like he kind of said, splitting up the pool of players where you have now some trying to play hardcore 
let's be honest, the normal mode has a hard time filling lobbies. That's true. So it's you can't really put this in unless the game is like really thriving. Yeah, and it's hard to judge like how good this would be without seeing it. Right? Well, it's just it's different, you know. You're it's just a totally different way to play. So I don't know. To me, it's it's almost too different to put in right now. Yeah, yeah. And then again, for me, I just keep thinking about who would have the advantage, and I still just think victims with Danny, man. If because if you don't have exterior alarms, or uh, you also don't have like you know what's that one with the lockdown? Uh, what is it where the perk that nobody escapes? Nobody escapes hell. hell. You don't have those kind of killer perks, dude. Danny can just get to an objective quick on you. Yeah, but if you did a hardcore, I would say he, you're not going to be able to level up that ability. It'd be his normal ability with nothing else. Oh, you're saying not level. No, I don't think I don't think for hardcore mode you should have your abilities leveled up because the killers don't have that. Okay, well that's wait, a different. Yes, they do. What am I talking about? Yeah, but wait, no, but that's a good point though. I like level one abilities for everyone. Now I'm interested, dude. That would be extremely tough because even as Leatherface, you'd be stalling all the time. Yeah, but it works all the ways. Danny can't immediately tamper either. It takes time to get knowledge. Like I think that, dude. I'm all for that. I like it. I like it more of a. I, I like this as more of like a turn a tournament if someone wanted to host a tournament where you could only play with your base level. I like it more like that rather than a game mode. I mean, unless, like I said, unless there was a player base for it. Yeah, which I think there'd be a player base, but but you're right. It would split the player. We got to fix the lobbies before we do it. Yeah, yeah it's a good idea. It's a, it's a good idea, and I, I would like more stuff in the game, but... I, like there's a lot of things we need in the game besides a new mode like that you know what i mean like i would rather have a new map i'd rather have new characters than have a new game mode right right but would it be fun absolutely i think it'd be a cool mode to play yeah it'd be nice if there was some incentive to it too but again that's that's we're going a little deep in it all right let's move to something that uh is in the game right now but you should never use it because these are the perks that you do not want to run in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head what you even put on this list because there's the beginner perks, but those aren't terrible perks like where it just shows you the doors or the toolbox, that type of thing. Uh-huh. I don't know what, again, what you chose to be the worst perks because off the top of my head, I can't even name one where I'm like, that's a terrible perk. Well, they're here. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and so I have a couple like that are like honorable mentions, right? It's not all perks are the worst. Some are some are just like situational. They're, they're, this game's weird because there's some perks that go like they're too complicated for me. I don't like when they get too complicated, but they're also I see the benefit of them in that like there's a fun way to use that perk. You know what I mean? Like there is a person that I could see having a blast using that. <laughs> yeah. And all perks, I mean, all perks are going to be beneficial in some way, but the, some of them are very situational, like you said. Okay. So we'll start with honorable mention and then I'll run through the ones that I think are the worst. So honorable mention, bad blood. So upon death, your killer's damage output is reduced at level three, 50%. So you die, the guy who killed you, damage is reduced 50% for 100 in 20 seconds. That's an honorable mention. I feel like that's a terrible perk. Yeah, well, it is, but <laughs> I'm putting an honorable mention because there is, I guess you could stack some of these perks 
And then if you're playing with someone, I don't know, I guess there is a way, like, it'd be kind of funny to do that to a killer. Yeah, but the problem is it's only for a certain amount of time. Now, if you if you died and for the rest of the match, the rest of the match, the killer had fifty percent less health or less did fifty percent less damage. That would be cool. But this, like, what did you say? It was like a hundred or one hundred twenty seconds or something. Yeah, so it's two minutes. Two minutes is long, though. That is long, <laughs> and if you're near the end of the game, like it, it could be, it okay. could make for. I'm just saying, there's there's potential where this could come in, like be a, a nice per, not really nice, but okay. The situation when you've opened up the pressure gate and everyone's running into there, maybe you just say, "Hey, Dan, maybe, maybe I just tell you, hey, just go ahead and take a take a death for me, so I can make it out." But then you have two other killers you have to dodge usually. Yeah, that's that. I mean, I guess it'd be nice to hit Leatherface with it. To be honest, I don't like any perk. That you're depending on Leatherface, or you're depending... No, I said that wrong. I don't like any perk where you have to die in order for it to activate. <laughs> no, because guess what? I mean, it's an it's a selfless perk, which is nice, but when I play video games, I mean, I'm, let's be honest, I want to do well. <laughs> yeah, and I don't... Like I said, there may be like a trolling type perk, but even then, if for one killer, I feel like that perk to be beneficial would have to be the whole family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and I, I think that would be cool. But, and dude, could you imagine if your whole team ran them? <laughs> if everyone uh, ran that and, it, and they stacked yeah. and then they can't do any damage. <laughs> well, that's, I feel like too, if someone's running that as a family member, you, you should get like a notification that that's enacted. Bro, that could be on and you wouldn't even know. That's the funny thing. There's probably times where you have perks against you and you have no idea. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you, and you wouldn't, you just assume they have like a higher like uh, strength build or something, you know, or health, whatever. Right. So, okay. So that was my first honorable mention. Pretty good. Yeah. It, it's going to get better. Next one. Safety in numbers. You know about this? Part of it. I don't know what this does. Yeah. Well, all victims are alive. And before any have escaped, you receive a at level, level three, a 15% bonus to your health and stamina. So that's why everyone's alive. Nobody's escaped. So again, playing because typically we play duos. That's actually what we do. So it, you could, that's the thing about this perk. Why I put an honorable because I could see where you could use this. If you all stay alive, you're going to have, like I said, level three, a 15% bonus to health and stamina. That's pretty good. I mean, that, and that's, that's going to help you obviously early game. Right. It's not now, terrible. It's not. It's not. I don't think it's great, though, because, again, and it, if you're playing with a squad, this actually could be really good. Uh, <laughs> so, But in my mind, as me and you playing duos with two other teammates, most of the time someone dies pretty quick. Like someone will die. Yeah. You know what would be good, too, is if you ran this with like, uh, what's that blood perk you, you have? Extra drip? Uh-huh. I mean, that'd be good because you can level because my only concern is like, OK, you get what? 15 extra health, but then you're, you don't have enough health bottles. So if like you're getting, your team is getting hit and you're depleted, it'd be hard to get that health back up. But if you had extra drip, well, there's, yeah. And there's a, there's, it's funny. The more I read the perks, there's a lot that you can pair together. If you played with a squad, I mean, it can get really complicated where you, but you could have some pretty powerful things. So like I said, as a playing duos with a couple of randoms, I don't like this perk, but there is a lot of potential where it could be 
pretty awesome too. <laughs> I'd like to, dude, I'd like to run it just to see what that feels like. Yeah, I don't, I don't even really want to put this in honorable mention. I think this should actually be not, nah, this is actually somewhat of a viable perk. Yeah, in the in the right scenario it's not great but it's it's interesting oh it's only connie and sunny apparently i don't know about i don't know about uh danny yeah so again yeah so you can only run on a couple characters but i don't know there's there's potential with that one all right let's start off what what i think are the worst victim perks and this says just for leland and oh wait well here i'll let you get yeah (laughs) so the first one am i bleeding I don't know where you would use this. So what it is, when your health is below uh, at level three, 40%. So when you're below 40%, and I'm going to just go again with like the best case scenario for these perks. I'm not going to do level one. Yeah, it's level like level, you got it leveled up. When you're below 40% health, you are highlighted all fellow victims. What? Why? Who would want, who would care to be highlighted for all the victims? I mean, I guess the scenario where like, oh, like in the scenario like, oh, Dan, you're hurt. I'll go kill you. We're not at that level. <laughs> We're not. In fact, we never heal each other. Well, and not even that. I guess another scenario could be like someone's you could. But you, I don't even know if you would know they were hurt. That wouldn't even register to me that they were injured. But you could do the scenario where they're hurt and like, oh, I need to help him. Like if I'm playing a Leland, I'm like, OK, I need to go take some hits or get the guy off of Dan because he's about to die. Yeah, but again, if I saw someone highlighted, I would never even think in my head that it's because they're low on health. No, no, and it's just, but what does it matter? Like, unless you have a really good teammate that's like, I'm gonna go heal you. I guess there is something where I, I mean, this perk I would never run. Yeah, First of all, let me just say, cause I don't perk. care if people can see me. There's no real benefit to that. I can just tell you where I am, right? And you can help me. So that's the thing. If you're in communication, it's like whatever. But I would like a perk where you could see where all the victims are as a victim just to like coordinate everything. Oh, that's a good perk. That would be a good perk. It almost perk. be like a shot caller. Yeah, I would actually like that. That's the perk. Shot caller where you can activate it. I forget. I, well, I don't know how you would do this necessarily, but be able to activate it like you know, up to like seven times during the match where you can see all the victims. Then you know where they're going and what people are doing, especially with the randoms. Level three, just leave it on the whole time. I don't know, but yeah, then you could be like the leader of the team and you can orchestrate. Dude, that's actually a great idea. I like that. (laughs) We came up with a great perk in the bad perk section. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The next one we have is dead weight. All right. You you know about dead weight? No, it doesn't sound like a good perk though. (laughs) (laughs) So this is for Julie, Leland, and Sunny. Uh, So when, you know what? I don't know if they updated this with Danny. Yeah, a lot of, we'll see. Okay. Anyways, when you're the last victim alive, the family's proximity radius is at level three, 60% smaller than it usually is. Okay. So that warning you get when they're close, we're saying? Yeah, I, wait, yeah, this is confusing to me. So the family's proximity radius, why would you want it smaller? Yeah, that, that's what confuses me. It's like, I feel like that should be the opposite. You should want to be notified, but I, I don't even really want that either. <laughs> because I'm trying to think as a family member, you're not getting any, you don't know where they're, you're not getting a proximity radius on the victim. So it's okay. Is the victim that, that red stuff, I guess because it's annoying, like, and it does kind of distract you. 
I guess it's it's yeah. shrinking that so it's not as much on your screen. But at the same time, I like having that knowing when they're close. That's the problem. This is an awful perk. If that is in case, I think that's what it's doing. If, is, we're, if we're understanding this right, if we're not, let us know. <laughs> but I don't see why you would want this. I wouldn't want it all. Like you said, the only thing is it is kind of annoying and it gets loud. I get that. But I would use it, like you said, to know that, that someone's there. Yeah, so if you shrunk it down, I guess it'd be nice to have it out of the way a little if it was just like on the edges. Okay. Unless they're saying the proximity on the screen is like if they like if it but even that, dude, forget it. It's well, a that's what I'm break. talking about. You're I'm talking about the red and everything that crashes in on you. Oh, see, I was thinking like when they so they're saying they have to be closer to you before you even get notified that they're even there. You're talking about visually on the screen I think itself. It's a visual thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't care, dude. It's terrible. Don't I don't want this at all. Yeah, yeah. This one's just it, the way it's worded kind of confused me, which is again why it falls in our worst perks. Let us know if we're wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next one is last ditch effort. And this plays in a little bit to uh our other perk where you have to depend on uh not doing well in the game. You know what I mean? It's not a death one, but here. The last ditch effort. Dropping below at level 3, 30% of max health will automatically equip a bone scrap. Joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, one, you the thing I don't like about these perks, it's like, so you want to get this bone scrap. I guess you could tank some hits to get one. And maybe there is a place for that where if you're in a hard spot and you wanted to get a bone scrap, maybe if you're running like uh, where you want to initiate those close encounters. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That, um, dude, what is that perk? I have it on the list on the right side. There's a perk uh, empowered, I think is what it is. So, okay, hear me out with this one. If you run empowered and you do that, um, what is that? The uh, the thing where you fight someone, they call it, we initiate close encounter. Close encounter. If you have empowered, and so when you do the close encounters, I think at level three, you get like a bunch of health back and stamina. So if you're running that perk and the perk we just saw, which was, I forgot what it was even named now. Last ditch effort. Last ditch effort. You could get that bone scrap and then trigger a close encounter, then get your health back. So that's not terrible together. Hmm. What was it at level three? How much health do you have to drop? For empowered? No, for the one we just were looking at. Um, I don't, I don't know. I gotta go back to it. Yeah. I anyways, so, so you, there is level a three. You get. Uh, so wait, I'm on the wrong one. This is lone survivor. <laughs> I don't know where you're going on this list. Okay, so uh, sorry about that. So level three, so thirty percent. You drop below thirty percent of max health. Dude, it's honestly not, not that bad. If you run that with Empowered, that I could see that being actually a pretty good little uh, setup. Now, of course, when you're in that uh, fight, if someone else, if one of the other killers hits you, you're dead. So there's that. I, this this would be awesome if it was uh, you get a health potion or something. But you would if you were running with Empowered. But the other thing I wonder, what happens if you do that, run it with Empowered, then your health's now above 30%. You get hit again. Do you automatically just regen another bone scrap? I would. I would think so. Dude, you could tie someone up for a while. No, here we go. Yeah, so at level three, you can have up to five uses. I mean, you're not going to use it more than five times. No, so I would say you brought up a very highly specific 
scenario that would work for it. I'm the one scenario. Otherwise, this is garbage. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, it's like the bone scrap. I mean, again, it's like unless you were in a situation where you, I don't know, man, if you're getting chased and hit, it's like tough. It's almost like if you could deal damage to yourself, it might be beneficial, you know? Dab yourself in the arm to <laughs> drop. <blood>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Let us know what you guys think about that one. Uh, the next one we have meter reader, and this is only for Sunny. Okay. When a family member operates a generator, both the family and the generator are highlighted at level three for 30 seconds. By far the worst perk I've ever heard. <laughs> so you'd have to have a family member when they operate the generator, it just highlights them in the generator. So we're talking about a family operating one piece of equipment. Okay, here's one thing. Uh, the generators aren't hard to find. No. Like, they're in pretty much the same spots. Like, they might move a little bit, like, on Nancy's. Like, and you're talking about, I don't know, 30 feet. <laughs> yeah, and they're loud. So, uh, finding the generator is not a problem. What purpose does this perk serve? And they have to operate it, right? When they operate it, that's when it triggers. So... So this, I mean, this could have been at least a little bit more viable. And I'm talking a little bit back when the game first came out and where the killers had to turn everything on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. In the beginning they did, but that's so early game. I don't, I don't know, man. It, I just don't see, cause most of the time, so the generator's on, you're going to shut off the generator. So it'll be where this perk would be come into play is when you shut off a generator, they're turning it back on, but you usually get a notification anyways that it's turned on. Now you just see family member. Yeah, I don't care. This is just bad. It's yeah, I, I, there's so many perks. Like, this is, just, I don't see a good scenario for that. No, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move on then. Uh, so, our last perk of the worst of the worst, and I'm not saying this is the worst of the worst because we've already gone over some pretty bad ones. Most of these, like I said, they're they're out there. But this one is Twinkle Toes. Right. Let's hear it. So you have at level three, 75%. So you have a 75% chance not to trigger a bone charm. While also completely avoiding chickens. I didn't read that part before. So that must... So you... Does that give you you're not detectable to chickens? Well, no. Uh, you have that that percent, that seventy five percent chance, right? But it says while also completely avoiding chickens. I mean that okay. So that can, if if you don't trigger chickens at all, that's better. That is better. I didn't read when I first went over this. I didn't notice that last line. So that's not bad. But here's what I hate about this perk, and it's actually might be my least favorite. I hate a perk that has a 75% chance not to trigger a bone charm. So you're just guessing that you won't make noise if you run through them. Now, I completely agree that that was my first thought too. However, just thinking about this, if you're running from someone, a killer, and you run through like a bone charm and it doesn't trigger, that's probably going to confuse the killer. Like, yeah, that is That is true, but as a killer, family member myself uh 
I would see the bone charms moving anyways and be like, okay, they must've gone that way. And you would assume they slipped to the side because you can kind of go to the side sometimes and miss those bone charms. You're right. You're, no, you're not wrong though. There, there is, that is a scenario where I could see this being a decent where you're just running, trying to get away from them and you're not making noise. Yeah. Having said that, I think most of us would not care because we're pretty used to the bone charms and I, I don't, I don't like it. And I don't like that. It's not, it's a 75% chance. So you can't bank on it working. If this is a hundred percent chance, then I'd be interested. Yeah, if at level three you didn't make noise to bone charms and chickens, now I'm thinking about running it. That'd be so cool if it was 100%. I mean, the chickens is pretty cool. If that is, we might have to, I might have to try this on Annie, Anna, Annie, Anna, uh, Connie, and, and Julie. You know what would so, be, you know what the be, chickens, because I mean, I hit the chickens all the time. Dude, everyone does those freaking chickens. Uh, but you know what, though? Like, just thinking about this, even at level. Even in the way it is, if you're like rushing and you're just like plowing through bone charms and what would be even better if it didn't make noise at all, that'd be cool. But that's what I said. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, like the bone charms themselves don't make noise. Didn't we just say that? Maybe I thought, I, about, I don't know. Who knows? Sure. We said it. Yeah. I would say it'd be better. I mean, obviously level three, you just don't make noise. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't see myself ever running this though. No, not not with a not with a percentage chance. It's like, it's I mean, people who rush and stuff they don't even care about. Most people don't care about even making some noise. I don't most of the time. Yeah, and to be honest, it's like I'm also it, I just keep in my head thinking like, okay, it would be kind of cool to use, except for the fact that the bone charms just make noise in general that I wouldn't want the killers to hear. Yeah, so that's why it's kind of like a no for me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much our worst perks that, uh, I don't think you should run. Absolutely. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to things that are hopefully positive <laughs> and let's talk about the future of TCM, right. what we want to see in the updates, what we need to see in the updates, how we can get this game to keep going. Dude, we're all dying. We're all dying for more content. And I looked at the numbers. Hey, I love TCM. They're not going up. <laughs> There is a gradual trend that's going down a little bit. <laughs> now the numbers I looked at were on Steam. So and I know it's a this is a Game Pass game, so you play it for free. Yeah. So I imagine there's probably a lot more players on that. I don't but I would imagine the uh trend might be the same direction. And I hope we can remedy that by giving them some good ideas. Not that they don't already know, but hey. Yeah. Um you're right though, because a lot of the numbers they don't take nobody takes into account of the console. What do you mean? Like the with the active player base, it's all like usually it's Steam. They all go off of well, because I think Steam's the only one that publishes it. I, I at least I couldn't find the Xbox like the Game Pass numbers. Yeah. Now what I will say, yes, the fan base because obviously the game came out. I think it had a huge fan or like a ton of people playing actively. That's usually the metric everyone looks at is active player base. And since then, it's dropped significantly which is probably normal for most games i think but, yeah every game eventually dies off no, not now, saying that's dying off <laughs> what i will say is this game has a very passionate fan base like very like there's a ton of people who really like the game and like us and put a lot of time into it and they're gonna stick with it right like i think there's a group a core group that really care about it which is a lot of games i mean don't have that's true <laughs> So uh, that is good, but we need the 
we need to focus on what these issues are that are causing the player base to fall off a little. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the core, the core game, sorry to cut you off. I didn't give you time. Uh, the core game is awesome. Like, I think they did a great job with this game. But there's some things that are extremely frustrating, and we'll have to say the first one has got to be the lobby. Oh, yeah, dude. The, the lobby is going to kill off the player base. I think everyone realizes that. Even for me, like, I'll jump on, like, I'll jump on my lunch hour at work. And, dude, it's how frustrating is it when I'm trying to play victim and I can only get, what, maybe one game, two games in? Because half the time I'm waiting in the lobby. Yeah, and I would say as a family member, I wouldn't even... If you're playing family, it's not a problem. For the most part. Yeah, I, I've never had to wait that long in a lobby. But I think most people want to play victim. And even people who are newer to the game, I think they're going to gravitate towards victim because as the family, you have pressure on you to perform. Like, you could ruin the whole thing for the team. Yeah, you, you have a lot of things. Yeah, it's more team-oriented, I would say, you're right. And yeah, if you don't do your job and you don't patrol the right area, you're going to screw everyone over. Or as a brand new player, which I get this because I think we've all done this as a new player, where you turn off things you shouldn't turn off because you spawn in and you're like, oh, the generator's on. Should that be off? I don't know. And then you shut it off. And we've we've played with guys that are like shutting off generators, leaving gates open. And that's just a part of the learning process you know oh, we did that the first time remember when we were because yes we, that's why i said we've all done it well yeah yeah we uh we want you because we i watched like different videos but there were the old videos when the game first came out and you had to turn everything on as the killer but so i thought i had to do something so i was shutting off car batteries and generators and just letting people go good point because that was confusing because in the beginning yeah there was you would have to turn on the battery or turn on the generator and when they changed that, that's, I feel like that might've been around the time we were coming into it heavy. I have no idea when I they changed it. I forget. But switching that messed up some stuff where if you weren't playing a lot and you just watch people, you're like, wait, I have to do something and a mistake. Okay. So obviously uh, we went way off topic, but the lobbies themselves, they need to identify what is causing them to break up. Like, Obviously, there's the people that constantly, I don't understand, I still, my brain can't conceptualize why people leave so often in these lobbies. And I don't even think it is like they're dodging players. A lot of times we won't even have Danny on the victim side and kill, like family members will just leave. Now, it could be simple as they want to play a certain character, but it doesn't even seem like they take that time. I just wonder, I'm like, are these even real players that pop in sometimes? Because it's like, who just leaves like all the time? The only time I leave lobbies is if I accidentally queue up for a lobby when I'm trying to get off or if it's like a never ending lobby or something, but hammer, everyone knows the lobbies need to be fixed. That's like priority. Yeah. So whatever they got to do to identify that, I would say put all your effort on that right now because new players are not going to sit 20 minutes for a victim lobby. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> oh no. And, and so we have, I mean, one more thing about the lobbies actually. So we have the issue of people popping in out. We need to find out why that's happening. But a lot of people suspect because people aren't playing killer. And if that's the case, or family, if you want to say that, if that's the case, they need to incentivize people to play family or find a way to get people and to play. They already kind of did that where they upped the XP for fan. It is true. Like when I play Leatherface, dude, I get so much XP compared to like when I play Victim. It's crazy. Yeah. But I do agree there needs to be a couple more like incentives in there to keep people playing on the family side. Yep. So I think that I do think that would help. No, I, I agree. 
Uh, there's, I think, some bigger issues too. Now, this next one is something they're going to do, and they've talked about it, but it hasn't been implemented. But I think it's beyond due to happen, and uh, that's increasing the max level. Yeah, it gives you something to work for still. But honestly, to me, that's like not even that one as important because I, I think most of us aren't even close. <laughs> right. So, but here's the thing. Those guys that are maxed out are their most loyal fan base. Yeah, that's true. And uh, to me, it's like you got to keep those people into this game because they're the ones that put the most time into it. And, you know, like I'm not even, I'm still in the 50s or maybe 60 now, 50, I don't know. I'm not even there yet, but it's like, I could see guys that are already maxed out. It's like, give them more incentive to keep playing this game. Yeah, it's true. You want to keep the loyal ones there. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so obviously skins, we just need more skins, more skins and, and more diverse skins, like more interesting skins. Yeah. So. Not different colors of the same outfit skins. Like we need like different outfits, you know, right? stuff like that. I think obviously they will do that over time. So they know that. And then uh, now we get into some more idea-based things they need to do. <laughs> like half-baked ideas. But I've heard a lot, a lot of things we're going to talk about. I've heard other people in other streams and in our comments. I've seen people talk about the, these type of things. Okay. So first one, let's talk about poisoning blood buckets. Yeah, when I read this, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't, I didn't understand, but... I like this idea because right now, so right now, if grandpa's getting leveled up really fast, so if you don't know, I'm sure most people that listen to this know, but <laughs> the family collects blood out of buckets, give it to grandpa to level him up. The more blood, the faster he levels, right? The only way you can counteract that is to stab grandpa. And typically you need the agitator, agitator perk with that to really make a difference. Yeah. So what's the blood bucket poisoning? I think you pee in the blood bucket and it poisons. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how you want to implement it. Uh, that that's for them to work out. Oh, I have an idea. Oh, go ahead. Like you use the health potions can be used on the blood bucket to poison it. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. But does feeding grandpa blood make sense? No, no. So yeah, blood's not good to eat like that. If he eats blood, then maybe the health potion would be what's bad for him. You should not ingest blood. That's our statement. <laughs> Make it very clear. But no, as a victim to have the ability to poison the blood buckets would be a cool feature to add. Dude, I think that would actually be, to be honest, I really like that idea now. The more I think about it, because if you're annoyed, like they're leveling them up so fast and you poison a couple of blood buckets. And then even if they gave him that poison where it would lower his... <laughs> Is overall like they don't know until they feed it to him. He turns and then into grandpa a, starts like coughing, you know. <laughs> he turns into a raisin eggplant. He turns into an eggplant. <laughs> no, no all, in all seriousness, I actually think that's a good idea for sure. I think it's a cool thing to add. Next one is I don't even know how I feel about it, but I've heard it said trapping wells as killers. Mm, I've heard of you know what? Uh huh. I'm not against that of letting Nancy trap the top of a well. Oh, that'd be interesting because you could still use it. You're going to take a hit. You can have those perks where you got to get those barbs off you and everything, which you could have time, but it gives the family time also to get down to you. It's kind of not a bad idea. Actually, that, that kind of balances though. Cause if you trap a well, obviously the victim's still going to be able to fall through. And then you're taking Nancy's traps. The, you know, the th negative is she's not gonna be able to trap those gaps. Like she normally does. Cause everyone's going to be trapping wells. It's just a different strategy. I don't know. I, th I think it's a pretty good one. Maybe that'd be interesting at least. 
I could see it going bad on as playing as a victim. If Nancy went and trapped all the wells, I mean, it doesn't kill you though. So that's not, it's not like your game's over. You could still use the well. You're just going to take a bunch of damage and have those barbs on you. What if you could trap? It's not bad. What if you could put spikes down at the bottom of wells? Okay, that's going too far right now. That's too far right now. You because you can just have Leatherface stand down there and do the same. But no, but the ability ability to trap a well as a killer is pretty cool. That'd be a co- an interesting thing to add. Now balancing that is the hard part. We're idea guys. We're not. I don't know. I think I think Nancy being able letting her trap wells would be wouldn't be the like. I think it'd be somewhat balanced. Yeah, because she only has three traps well, unless you get pins and needles. And then you of can... course you'd run pins and needles with it. So you might have four wells, five wells you could trap. Dude, trap the wells and put well, well, well on. So it hurts them when they go down. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, I know. That could that could be woof. I mean, that'd be awesome, especially if you're running against like this, like, you know, some of these teams that are just beasts. Trap some wells and maybe you can pick a person off or two. Yeah, I like I, I, it's interesting. And anything that changes gameplay a little bit, I like. Oh, you were going to talk about the next one. We just look <laughs> awkward moments. We just stare at each other. Yeah. Hey, uh, the next one we got is trap wires to alert the family. So this is like, I was more thinking of like what different types of killers could they add? And I was thinking, just, uh, and I don't know what type of killer, but I know actually like, I thought the, if a killer had the ability to be more stealthy, like a stealth killer, uh, and then within that, when I was thinking, I'm like, okay, what if you could put a trap wire down somewhere like Nancy, but this one isn't as visible. And it just, as soon as they cross it, it alerts all the family that someone was there. I don't think you can have it alert all the family. I think that's too overpowered, but I like the idea of a stealth killer that like you can hide and like have no radius. Yeah, yeah, that'd be and cool. And you could set trap wires. I think this would have to come with a new character. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, a new character. Well, but you say it's too powerful, but I'm just saying, I'm not saying like a noise indicator. I'm saying just an indicator like, oh, shoot, someone just came, you know, from like Slaughterhouse or something. And you just see that, and you know, someone was there. You don't know their position. You just know, hey, that, because imagine. Oh, okay. That's not a bad idea. Like there's like a, a quick, maybe like a quick highlight of, you could even highlight the victim really quick. Right. And then it goes away because I was thinking more of like they're highlighted for a minute, you know? No, no. I'm just saying like, just, it just gives you an indicator. So you know that someone's there. I mean, that would be so good, especially if you put them at, you know, I'm I'm thinking slaughterhouse. So you put them at the back near the exit somewhere. So if they trip it off, then, you know, oh shoot, someone got in there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against that, but again, that has to come. You got to have a new character, but I would, I would like that. Yeah. Paired with, being able to hide where you have no terror radius or family, whatever it's called. Dude, if you're a killer, you should be able to like that guy should be able to lay down and crawl. Oh, I like <laughs> that idea a lot. No, let's do all fours. Like, uh, you know, like, you know, those movies, I don't know. Okay. One where the girl comes out of the TV, like the called? ring, the ring come on all fours, you know, like crawling around. Okay. It's scary. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned this before. Uh, I would love to see a Leatherface grab mechanic in the game. Um, doesn't have to be like an instant kill, or it could be. It could be like T- Friday the Thirteenth, like we talked about, where it could be an instant kill, or if, if you have a bone scrap, that'll stab him and get out of it. I don't, I feel like it's kind of perfect for it. Yeah, we've talked a ton about. It. I don't want to keep hammering, but I, I'm with you. I like your Leatherface grab mechanic. Yeah. Uh, some other things: map voting. 
I think that would be pretty nice to have in the game. Yeah, especially that would have helped the scenario when Nancy's house came out and then like half the time I couldn't even get the map. Right. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I think that'd be good. Well, okay, well, hold on. There's a problem. There's actually a big problem with this. No one's going to choose like... You have four victims and three killers. You're going to get the victim side of maps. Yeah, I was going to say family house probably isn't going to get chosen. Yeah. Well, they, they can work that part out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like the idea, but... Um, yeah, I don't... The map voting, yeah, you'd have to figure that out. Dude, it's almost like you'd both have to agree on the map. If not, it goes to a random map. Actually, yeah, I, I kind of like that idea. That, that's, that's what it'd have to be because the numbers don't add up. And you, like you said, victims would get whatever they want. Yeah, so it's like you get to choose. If you both can't come up with a choice, then it goes to random. Yeah, I like that. Boom, yeah. solved. Uh, this is one they, they teased, and I guess it just didn't happen, but a new escape. Dude, that's the thing. When I heard him talk last... I really thought that was coming soon. I thought that was going to come in the update, what, in December or whenever the last one was. But no, there's nothing. And we, we don't know what... I mean, they need new escapes, just different ways for victims to get out. It just it freshens up the game. But there, as to right now, I haven't heard of anything about it. Yeah, it just adds... I mean, I'd like to see something that was unique and maybe even harder to do than normal that makes it like a fun try to do. Yeah, I like the... And we've talked about this too along the same lines i guess but uh the ability to come back into the game so as a, as a secondary character right? yeah that would be cool as well and that'd be a lot of fun and keep people in the lobbies watching which i think everyone likes when people stick around i mean yeah the, the tommy jarvis tommy J. yeah the J. yeah uh obviously this is something that's gonna come into the game but a new map would be great it always is great like yeah <laughs> I won't say any more about that. We all know we'd like to have new maps. And uh, the last one is just unlockables, which this is stuff. I, a lot of this is stuff they're working on. I just, it's taking so long. It's like, I feel like we need to get some of this before we lose too much of the player base. Yeah. And that's what, like my, here's the thing. My thing is I like the game right now. I'm having fun playing it. I don't play a ton. I'm still only like a level 30 something. I play yeah. a lot though, but uh like, so I'm happy with the game, but I like my whole concern is about keeping the game alive and I want to see it do well. Like, I'm a fan of the game. I like the studio, I like how transparent they are. And so it's like they need to start putting this stuff in and unlockables, especially, dude. It's something to like keep you interested in, like, you know, with those unlockables, you get new items, you're going to play more of the game more. People are going to be excited. Like, you want to grind to get the golden chainsaw for Leatherface. Yeah, dude, that would that would add so much to it. It's small and I don't think it's I wouldn't think it'd be that difficult. No. But you got to implement it into there's a I don't know how they they almost have to build out the whole system of grinding like points or whatever it is kills to unlock those. So that is a lot, I guess, but I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm I'm optimistic they're working on this and this is going to be something that's going to be in the game. But, I, you know, I don't know for certain that it is. Well, they've talked. They do want to make things unlockable so people don't have to buy them. So they've already talked about this. It's just how far into the development of that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you hit on the head. They, you said they do want to, but will and can they is different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much what we got for the updates what we need to see how to make the game better uh hopefully some of those we see pretty soon yeah absolutely yeah if you guys have anything else that we missed let us know in the comments so uh now we're gonna move on to the clip of the week 
So we are featuring today. Is it Nick Nasty or Nasty Nick? Well, now you've screwed me up. I think it's Nick Nasty, isn't it? And it's Nick Nasty on YouTube. We'll leave a link in the description on YouTube. And uh, so he's a YouTube streamer, streams TCM. Really chill, chill dude. Dude, one of the few streamers that is just seems like a cool person, like <laughs> a chill person. What do you mean one of the few? You know how I feel about a lot of streamers. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's, I know what you're saying, but I feel like TCM genuinely has good streamers. Yeah. Like, you're right. I'm going to put a caveat on that. I, we come from the Call of Duty space. Yes, that's different. Different it's group different. of people. You're right. TCM streamers, you're 100% right. Most of the people I've seen, I like. Yeah, I was going to say there's only a few and they're like not even just really, it's like random people. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'd watch them, but and, like, and they're probably on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Twitch is a different world. Anyway, so this is Nick Nasty and uh, we're going to be featuring Nick Nasty's Rush Meta. Uh, so we have so. two clips for you. One, when he gets out of Slaughterhouse in an insanely fast time. And then the second one, I just had to highlight how he gets out of Family House because it's crazy. Yeah, so we're going to watch these two clips and we'll describe for the podcast listeners. But uh, yeah, we go check him out. He's fun to watch. I, I like watching him. And uh, it's we'll talk about the Rush meta after the videos as well. Yep. So we're going to start off. We have a, a time clock as well. So let's see how fast he can escape. I don't even know what map we're on here. Yeah, I know. I can't remember which one we're looking at. If this is, let's see who could say the map first. Family. Um, it's family. That's family. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be the one. So he gets out of restraints, immediately rushes to the toolbox, grabs one unlock tool. Uh, there's no wasting time here. Runs straight to the door, and now he's unlocking it. And then, so, then he has Danny take over? Yeah, for some reason, I think Leatherface is coming, so they're he's playing Ana. They're trying to coordinate. Danny unlocked the door. Unlocked and open. Now he's running with Anna up the stairs of family house. 41 seconds. Yeah. And Hitch just opened the front door. And boom, he's gone. He ran straight past Hitch out the front door because Hitch was just coming in from his spawn. Yeah. And before he had time, before Hitch had time to do anything, he was out of the house. So this, this video ends there. It doesn't show that's not a full escape. It's just showing how fast he got out of the house. Yeah. And that's the thing I didn't even think was possible that you could get out of family house before the, essentially the same time the killer's coming into the house. <laughs> well, in my mind, like when I think rush, man, we're not great. Like we're, we thrive in the family. Like that's where we do the best. Uh, the victims were still working on it. So yeah. But like when I think of rush, man, I'm thinking of guys running up doing the fuse escape real quick, stuff like that. I never thought about beating killers to doors and running past them or beating them to before they even set up their objectives. Yeah. Or the objectives. I say that they're traps like that. Yeah. He, that's why I like watching him, dude. It's like, it's crazy how fast he is. And part of that, it's like, you got to know where things are. You got to know exactly where the toolbox spawns are. That's step one. And then I guess really that's it. Get the toolbox, you know, get your unlock tool and then go. Yeah. And if you're coordinated, dude, whoever gets there first, go unlock the door. The other one runs through and out. Yeah, and so he's playing with Anna, which is a perfect person because you can run past family, you can take hits. But think about what that does to the family. You just started and you already have someone out of the house. Now that's going to pull a killer or family member to chase them. And you have to have the right person that can chase. Oh, 
Oh, shambles. They're in shambles, shambles. Off the start. He's out the door. So yeah, you're right. He said one killer is chasing now. Who knows if the cooks even set up his locks yet? You know, if there was a cook, I imagine there probably is. But that's the thing. It's like, and you know, who was it? He passed Hitchhiker, right? Yeah. Hitchhiker hasn't set up any traps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. And this is what I've heard some people say is they want. So there's the cut scene where Leatherface is getting the first victim. And that's where the the victims can escape and they have more time to get out than the family members. I think the family members have to sit through that cutscene until, until you can take action. So people have said they don't victims shouldn't get that benefit. And I actually agree after watching this. <laughs> well, I want to know, and this would be something to test, how fast, if you're hitchhiker, you spawn outside, right? Uh-huh. How fast does it take you to get to that front door? Like, was he neandering outside or is that like, typically it takes like 30 seconds to get there? Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to, we'll have to test some of this out. Uh, okay. Great. I mean, that just opened my mind. I saw that and I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> well, dude, and that's like how you should play honestly on that map. Because as soon as they, if you let the family get set up, it is extremely difficult to survive on family house. Oh, dude. If yeah, like we said this a million times, but if they're running cook. And they have, uh, what's the, dude, I forget all the perks names. The one where he locks the hard locks to open, uh, security pins. Well, that's on his own, but if you're running, uh, no one escapes, escapes hell. hell. Yeah. If you're running that security pins with cook dude, and he's got his locks on, you're not getting out those doors. No, you pretty much have to write those doors off, especially on family house. Cause you're so exposed. Right. And most family now knows how to patrol. So guess what? You rush it. None of that's set up. <laughs> dude, if we play family, we're going to have to try this. And there's a couple things that like nuances that he obviously has down but like in the basement you gotta have someone probably distract Leatherface. hey guys i'll tell you right now how it's gonna work it's gonna be probably 20 deaths before we figure this out yeah exactly <laughs> all right let's go to the next video looks like he's playing with leland and this one i believe is gas station my memory serves me correctly yep so he just got off the hook or the whatever it is okay yeah. yeah he's Immediately goes to a toolbox, makes noise. There, there's no concern with noise in this. I think he was going for two lock picks, but it was taking too much time. He can't wait. Connie's already on the door. Yeah, so this one, you'll see him and Connie work this as a team. I don't even 20, know if this was designed. 23 seconds, he's already out of the basement. Running this up is, the shaft. Yeah, this is gas station. So he's walking over to generator side, but he's waiting. So I've seen this before. He's done. Okay, this. I thought I thought this was a different video. You thought it's when Cook came through, huh? Yeah, we'll talk about that after. So he goes straight to the lock with Connie with him. There's no family in sight. He already popped the gas station lock. Him and Connie are already in gas station at 53 seconds. Yeah, the generator side. Yeah, he's kicking the generator now. <laughs> so while he's kicking the gen, guess what Connie's doing? Getting an unlock tool and hitting the gate. Or if she doesn't already have one, she probably already has it. Uses her ability. So at a minute and 11 seconds, they are already out. Yeah. I mean, a minute 16, they're out. I mean, they're not, they didn't escape yet, but they're they're. He could escape now. Dude, and I gotta say, Nick, man, you, this did drive me nuts. I'm like, dude, you gotta go for the time I on know, this one. I know. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Is he kind of, he's, I think, trying to like stay for kind of see what they're doing to see if he wants to help teammates or whatever. And he usually will. Which is nice, but dude, I'm like, go for that time, man. I know. I was like, that's got to be some type of record. So you know, whatever we said, a minute 10, whatever, it was pretty much over. Insane. And I don't the killers, I don't even know if they knew what happened. <laughs> no, 
No, dude, I don't even know where they were at. So no one spawned there. So at a leather, probably a leather face in the basement. Somebody spawned probably on battery. So no cook. There was no cook on that one. Yeah, because cook will spawn on that side. So they must just not have had a cook. So no cook on gas station. They pretty much ran straight to it and got out. <laughs> yeah, probably not a great set of killers on that one, but still impressive nonetheless. Yeah. And so what we're going to say, this same clip, I've watched the same video of him playing. I don't, we didn't even talk really about it, but, but we, we must both have watched, watched it because yeah, that's what we do. We watch people and then we talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he went to that gate, but instead of unlocking it, he just waited for Cook who opened the gate for him. Well, he just ran in there and basically tied up Cook the whole time while he was unlocking stuff. And I think in that one, Cook might have even kind of given up on him. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, that's what made me laugh. The Cook just opened the door and he just ran right through. <laughs> and then he ties up Cook, where now Cook can't even put his locks on. Like I said, that's why the rush meta is so powerful, is the killers can't even set up. Yeah, so it, I don't know, overall, it like, watching him play, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that do this rush, you know, it just, I didn't even realize how powerful you, you could be at that. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. When I watch him, I'm like, man, it's rare he even gets killed. I mean, he's just good in general, but especially this rush meta, dude, it's just like, he's just out. Well, and it's like, I, I want to do that too. Cause the family house, most of the time I go into family, I'm like, oh, this is going to be just so freaking hard. And, but if you just rush, you can get out of those doors. I mean, just getting out, even like, it'd be hard to do with a Connie cause you can't take hits. But if you could get Connie like out of gate and just pop a lock, like if he did the same thing, but with Connie, Maybe that's the way to do it is you play one like a, a tank and then one with like a fast lock pop. Yeah. So you're saying like if so if we ran this, I run Connie, you run Anna. Or I run or like Leland and Connie. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, so I get to the door as Connie, just instant pop the lock just to get out of there as fast as we can. Yeah. Because, well, I'm thinking of like family house. Like, let's say you want to do oh, this. Can't do that, though, because your ability won't be active yet if you do it fast enough. It probably would by a minute. Usually. Well, maybe you're right, though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. There's a lot of nuances where you could take this. You see where I'm kind of going, though. But either way, you put the family on the on their hills and they're going to have a hard time recovering from that. Yeah, dude, the funniest thing when we because we did we make a video. I think we did make a video on the rush meta. We didn't fully understand that this was the actual rush meta. I just thought the rush meta at the time was like, oh, yeah, you just don't care about the sound. You just rush, grab unlock tools. Try to get out of there quickly, but never in my mind, I think, oh, you're going to get out so quickly. No one set up anything. Well, I never thought about actually rushing the family members that are coming through those doors. Yeah. It was like, stay away from them. But once you get the right perks and you can loop, like you just tied up a family member that can't do anything. Yeah. Can't even set up the locks or traps. Like, especially with a hook, a hook with a cook or a hitch or Nancy. Like if you get them tied up. That just takes off their all their ability. Like, yeah, it's huge. It's a, I mean, it's it's a problem right now. Something probably needs to be changed to balance this a little bit for the killers. Like you said, maybe letting them start a little earlier. I, th I would say the easy way to start doing this, and this seems up like guns direction, the easy way with like least impact. Let them both start at the same time. So don't give the victims that huge advantage. The thing you have to balance though. Is that Leatherface? Maybe Leatherface is the only one that has to stay in that cutscene for a little bit, because they do victims do need time to get off, get off the hooks before Leatherface is active. 
Imagine like, fine, Daniel, we'll let everyone off at the same time. And Leatherface just goes, kills you while you're on the hook. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause like as a Leatherface uh, player here, like I get to them pretty quick. Like I've gotten to them where they just drop off. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta delay Leatherface. Absolutely. That's so a good I point. I would say delay Leatherface, but let all the other family members start when the victims do. Yeah. I think that'd work. Yeah. I think that would be the easiest way to do it. All right, let's move on to some of our gameplay, which is not like Nick Nasty. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so we we played, uh, what was it, a stream we had the other day? Yeah, we, uh, no, well, I didn't, I don't know if you're talking about the stream, not sure, but we did just play off stream. Yeah, I think it was the off stream games where we were playing a lot of uh, victim and then we're like, let's switch back to family. Right. And man, we're just so much better at family. Well, dude, we're so good. We communicate better. Yeah, it's like with family, we've gotten it down where it's like we'll set our roles early. Where, like, as Leatherface, I do my thing in the beginning. Hopefully, I get a couple kills. And then once we're out, it's like you have your area locked down. I have my area locked down. And then we just hope that the hitch covers the other part. But it's not even, it's really like even with two of us, we can pretty much lock it down unless we're playing against really good victims, you know? Yeah, well, that changes the game. But you're, you're right. And typically he runs Leatherface, I run Cook. And then well, even while Dan's down in the basement, I'm, I'm pegging people with that ability so he can see them. <laughs> <laughs> pegging people. I All said right, that man. and I'm like, uh, I feel like you've had a uh, lot of suspect lines to you. <laughs> um, I actually like playing with Cook too because. With Cook, especially when you're playing with one random, I can put three padlocks on. Like we did it the other day at a slaughterhouse. The valve, or not the valve, the fuse box was on the tool shed. And I was, or was the tool shed? Is that where grandpa sits in there? Uh, I always forget the name of that one. I can't, names are hard. (laughs) We got to memorize those. Anyways, it was right there. So basically I could watch three padlocks, use that family ability I could see all my locks, so I don't even have to run over there, and I could basically camp the fuse. So then all that's left is one slaughterhouse door and the valve. Yeah. And that's, like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, now the downside is they could pick your lock off without you if you're not checking it regularly. But, I mean, there's always ways around it, but that's, yeah, a, good, I, that's a powerful position. I'm just saying for, like, a two-man game, it's not bad. No, no, we have a down. Dude, honestly, Cook and Leatherface are, like, must-runs. I mean, I think so. I, I just don't run them sometimes just because I want to play with other characters and level them up. But well, I think we did that game where I was going to be Leatherface. But we, there was like really new players in the lobby that were like level zero. And we're like, hey, I don't even want to do Leatherface on this one. I'll be Cook and you'll be, I think, Hitch or Black Nancy, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're know. Nancy. Anyway, so that was funny. But we did have an issue with the Hitchhiker. My God, dude. You know, so you weren't, you weren't hitchhiker. No, that's right. You were Nancy. Cause I kept calling you thinking you were hitchhiker. Dude, I just, I was editing and I was watching that video. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you need to trap this, this, and this. Well, Nancy obviously has traps, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the hitchhiker traps. Like you need to block off this area, that area. And it took a long time into the game before I realized he was not hitchhiker. Funniest thing is he said, like he right off the bat, he's like, yeah, you need to trap this and that you need to trap the fuse box. And I'm like, and I was Black Nancy. I'm like, what? And I even said, what? And you just didn't hear me. And you just kept going. And then later, you kept saying things. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? They're like, aren't you Hitch? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we figured out he wasn't Hitch because what did Hitch do that game? This guy. I mean, I, I'll chalk it up to maybe he's a new player. I don't know if he was because it. Dude, he. So I set all my traps in the slip gaps. 
this dude semi traps off five, six times. Seven? I don't know. Every- yeah, at least I would say at least four or five traps. The pod would say seven. Yeah, maybe four. It was a lot, though. I, I kept saying the traps. I hear something and I tell Dan, I'm like, oh, someone set up a trap. And he's like, I think it's Hitch. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. It was. <laughs> yeah, because you, you set him in the, um, on Slaughterhouse in the garage. I would, I, I don't know. Yeah. Head. I did set him on the slip spots in the garage. Yeah. And he, you don't need to use it. It wasn't like victims running around or something. He was just hitting every gap you put him in. Yeah. I don't even know why he, he was flying through gaps. I, I have no idea what he was doing. That's the, that's the biggest downside with Nancy's traps is that other family members constantly will do that. I wish they could just add animation where they just kind of step over them. Well, and that's another thing though. I would actually like the speed of which you set traps down to increase. I feel like it takes a little too long as killers. Even I don't play hitch much, but especially Nancy, they take too long to set up. Mm, that's that's definitely a family sided take. Yeah, it's a hundred percent selfish. It's so funny because <laughs> our opinions change the more like I, we started playing a lot of victim and then it's like our opinions meld a little to the victim side. And then we go back to family and they switch back a little, you know, so true. But I think it is good to play both. Like I, I like that we can easily transition yeah, for sure. And they're both fun. So uh, you had a Leland build you wanted to share with uh, the audience? Yeah, this is. I've just been having fun playing Leland. You know, we do that strategy where Dan's Danny or Connie or whoever, and I'm trying to protect him. Well, actually, now I, I don't even, I'm kind of overplaying as Danny. Like, I just don't feel as satisfied doing the tampers. I feel like you just, like, people don't get respect anymore as Danny. It's like, oh, look at this a hole. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, I, that's is whatever, but. It's the, and honestly, I like playing with Anna, like her ability. Like I like having that tank where you can just take hits. You It just opens a lot more. And as Danny, you get tunneled too. So, yeah, I got to play with Anna. I literally do not play with her. No, she's great. She's great. I got to do it. But anyways, my, my build I was playing around with, uh, and we got that escape on Nancy's house where you were setting the fuse and hitchhiker. Dude, we had this team of killers that would not... They had their paths and they would not deviate from their paths. Like you had, they had hitch at the house. They had Leatherface running the bridge. Oh, did we not talk about this? I don't think we did. Oh yeah. We played against like, it was like a tournament team. Maybe not like the skill level of a tournament team, <laughs> but they played like one in that they all had their paths and they wouldn't chase you. No. So like you knew where Leatherface was going. You knew where hitch was covering. You knew where cook was covering. <laughs> Dude, it, it was wild. It was so funny. Cause so, so again, Hitch, his objective was to guard the uh, Nancy's house, the downstairs area, and he was watching that fuse, which was in the garage at Nancy's house. Right. So here, I'll tell you the build first. What what I ran ran starting off was that empowered. So if I get in the close encounter, I get fifty health and ninety percent stamina. That's at level three. I didn't have a level three, but I still get some health and stamina, which is uh-huh. important because the close encounters ties them up and stuns them. Right. Right. So in how just to let you guys know what we're going for here is I was trying to do the fuse while he was trying to distract Hitch. Right. And so I had empowered paired with uh fight, which that sneak account well, if you do the uh the encounter, you get you stun him longer. Right. Okay. And then I I I ran agitator on that one because I was stabbing grandpa like crazy, but I'm kind of thinking going no cell next time. Just that's just personal preference, but anyways. So, yeah, so this worked great, though, because I kept getting in close encounters. Oh, and someone in the comments, dude, shout out. Sorry for who it was. They said that because remember, I kept saying in that video. I was like, I put the, I don't even know if you watched the video I put out, 
But I kept saying, I'm like, dude, I can't get the close encounter. Yeah, no, I, I remember. Well, he said, it, like, I think it's like a, there's a delay. You're like, you have like 10 seconds. So you can't repeatedly do it to him. Mm, do you know what? I read that too. Yeah, that was a good comment. Thank you, by the way. Is that I'm saying a lot of you guys are some big brains out oh, there. Oh, dude. Cause I, I was, I was getting, I almost died because I was trying to do the close encounter and I didn't know I couldn't, but it ended up working out because Hitch would not get away from Dan. So finally I stabbed grandpa right in front of Hitch, tied him up and Dan's doing the fuse at the whole time. I think you ate a bone. Uh, yeah, a I, ate, I ate a trap. So Hitch had a trap too. So he was, I mean, they were trying their best not to let us in, but it was the trap was placed with a fuse box where I had a bone shard, but every time I went to engage the trap, it just taking me straight to the fuse into the trap. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. But it ended up working out. Dude, it's funny because Hitch was like running away from me and I'm just trying to, he he was smart. He knew what I was doing, but yeah, we got him. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually probably, I enjoyed that game more than like most. I, I don't know. It was one of the best ones because like it took, they were good players. He knew what was going on. He was trying to guard the area and we had to find out, find a way to get access to that fuse box without getting killed. You know, for one time we actually did the strategy we talked about. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. Yeah, no, it was great. Great teamwork. And guess what? You might think, Hey, you got the fuse off. Did you get out of the gate right away? No, it closed right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even make it out. <laughs> well, we, no, we did make it out though. Cause remember our teammate, came through clutch and we had a Danny on the team and he went through, I don't know if he tampered or not, but he hit the fuse on. So we, cause we were had, we were regrouping and then he, the door popped again. I'm like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Why did we not? That's weird. How fast he was able to shut that. I mean, we were far away though. Yeah. But that's where the fuse box, like I hit the fuse box and I took the staircase straight down straight. Maybe I could have gone a better path. I probably could have gone a better path. Same. I, I think I went a little bit a long way. But it was shut right on us. But hey, we ended up making out. So thank you to Danny who uh, came through. Yeah. Shout out to Danny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that pretty much it for the gameplay? That's all, dude. Time to go right. back to work for me. All right. Well, thank you guys all for listening. It's appreciated. You can leave a like, comment, subscribe, whatever you guys want to do. And uh, we'll have some live streams. I'll probably go live. Well, actually, it'll probably happen after, before this video is published. But check us out. Turn on those notifications. Hey, and please... For the podcast side, go to Apple, leave us a review, five stars. It all helps. And we'll read it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, see you guys later. Hi.